here we are and welcome to a wax on wax off edition of the friday night movie podcast to to be clear we were the first ones on the cobra kai bandwagon you can go back a long time ago i believe the name of the episode is kyler is a douche one of the many characters that's been in the show and then disappeared and never talked about ever again including anthony larusso who i don't know if he moved out but there's no younger brother on the show remember he had a brother oh yeah i don't know he yeah. loved pancakes, right? He was like the pancake yeah. eating that kid. That kid was great. He was like what? a son. That's a that by the way, of the kids, son. that's the one that's the host. I was like, you really need to like be careful. In Spain, it's like perfectly appropriate to talk about people's weight and stuff. And I called him Gordo or Gorda. And I was like, you just kind of be like, this is an American podcast. You have to be careful. He's like, oh god. Like, yeah? Yeah, we're starting. Oh, okay. So. Oh well. <laughs> I was so, going to say, like, talk slow so you understand. So we're talking about Cobra Kai. And we have been, I'm just reminding people, you go way back when Cobra Kai was on the YouTube channel network, for which I think this family was the only people that subscribed. And even then, yeah. everyone was just subscribed through my account. So that's probably probably contributed to the show. Demise. But now it's on Netflix and everyone's excited. And that's great. I love hearing how excited people are about it. And that's what we're going to talk about. And we are going to bring two incredible guests. We love to start the new year off with the core family members, not just the siblings, but the people who keep this podcast going, who inspire us. Our first guest of our two, this is a powerhouse double whammy guest, is Allie with an I herself, my wife, Allie. Not that's why a, I get to come because I have I have the right name for this episode. That's why I get to come on the show. And you are a mega Karate Kid fan. And when we met Bill, Billy Zabka or William Zabka, we actually had him sign his autograph to you, Allie, with an I, as well as Ralph Macchio. We have them both have them sign that to you. And I want you to note that my my partner, my husband, is not here because he didn't even make it through the second episode before he was like, all right. I'm done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Higher standards in us all. And then we have, for his first full appearance, he's been on to like make fun of me in small yeah. amounts before. He is a fourth Don Mugendo black belt, a first Don black belt in karate, a second Don black belt in kickboxing. He is the Spanish full contact champion. Now that is not the Spanish language. That is the country Spain. He is the full contact champion in martial arts. He is the World Cup CMAC light contact champion. I'm not really sure what that is. That's like light petting instead of heavy petting. And the owner of not one, but three Mugendo Tenerife schools where my sister and him live in the Canary Islands. He is also a surfer is the term that is used. That's how you say surfing in Spanish. Ladies and gentlemen, sensei, Jose Manuel Gomez Gonzalez, my hermano. It is great to have Mexican you. Gonzalez sounds Mexican. <laughs> Wait, that's your you're name. Spanish. That's well, his name, isn't it's, it? It's not Gomez Gonzalez. It's Gomez Gonzalez. Oh. But, of course, oh. but of course you are not able to say oh. that. Gomez. I can believe me. I can make Gomez a if I need to. I'm 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 all I'm, I'm all year around talking with your mom about this kind of difference, but all in your family say uh, S instead of uh, C, 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 no? Yeah. Yeah, because we learn Spanish here. Because because you are half Cuban, yeah. Yeah, because we're half Cuban, and we're so thrilled to have you here for your first time. And I think let's start our show off with a question for the sensei himself, because one of the great things that Cobra Kai has done is it has shown us the perspective of Johnny. Now, I still believe Daniel is the good guy, but Johnny is a much more sympathetic character, as was intimated in the opening yeah, scenes yeah. of Karate Kid Part 2 when John Kreese smashed his trophy and tried to beat him up. So, Jose, in your lifetime as a martial artist, have you ever been the Daniel and have you ever been the Johnny? Well, uh, yes, of course, both of them in different moments. And uh, in a few moments, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, let's say, let's let's not forget that you do 
uh, we, when you do martial arts, and mostly when you fight in a championship or um, or um, in a ring or whatever, um, you are fighting uh, not only to gain points, but uh, in some way you are gonna hurt your opponent probably, and um, that is uh, that is knowing that um, your opponent is gonna recover from that for sure, uh, because you, we are training for that. But uh, in some sense, you have to get a little bit, say, hard, no, in your opponent. Uh, mm -hmm. And of course, the, that uh, phase of the journey comes uh, came a few times. So you swept the leg. Tell the story. Uh, yeah. Do you okay. do an illegal move. I uh, know sweeping. Sweeping in that fight was legal, right? Uh, no, yeah. No, it was illegal. Fine. No, that's why he said he'd be. No, Jose's fight. Jose's fight. Oh, in Jose's fight. So I'm gonna tell the one story uh, of uh, where I can I could be Johnny. Um, so we that's in 2008. Uh, we were fighting as a team and the Spanish team in the in what is probably the most uh, um, the biggest uh, 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 semi point fight uh, and like uh, like point fight uh, tournament uh, in Europe. And um, um, probably one of the uh, biggest in the world. Uh, so um, that's that happened in uh, Ireland, uh, and um, so the American team came uh, as, in, as in, um, invited invited uh, to the championship. We are talking about over two thousand five hundred competitors. It's a championship that uh, lasts for four days, and um, like so, the Sun Valley Open, but bigger. Yeah, so much bigger, much bigger. And Irish. So all yeah. valley. It's the all valley. Or whatever, all valley. So you fight, you fight, you train for this kind of championship for a long time. And actually you go in a circuit to get prepared for this kind of tournament. So um on in, circ, like on the, the martial arts circuit. You have yeah, to fight to get into it. Right. Yeah, you're fighting like, in other competitions. Yeah, so we were you just we were, walk in with Mr. Miyagi saying that you have lying and saying you have a black belt and killing a black compete belt and win the whole thing. Not really, not really anymore. We tried, <laughs> but no, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, so we were as a representation of the countries of Spain uh, and of course Mugendo, and um, we were five of the best fighters in that moment, uh, representing the brand and everything. And um, so we arrived and um, we were we were passing a few rounds and um, in the semi-contact uh, tournament in my in my my group we we were over 150 competitors only in my in my weight in my classification, which is a lot. So after three fights, I have to I had to face. Uh, one of uh, the most uh, the better fighters, point fighters ever, uh, um, a member of the American team, uh, where Raymond Daniel, the famous Raymond Daniels, was uh, the leader, and this guy was known as the Ice Iceman. Uh, Iceman. Iceman. Jack you fought a guy named Iceman. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's called Jack Felton. He's pretty popular still and famous Raymond Daniels uh, is extremely great famous. fighter my wishes from here that everything goes well as I know and um, so probably he doesn't remember me absolutely he doesn't remember me but yeah, just, he will just to be clear Jack Felton it says on Black Belt magazine which is like an official magazine that exactly, he fought yeah. in 2008 no but it's I don't know about that but it says <laughs> that he will go down as one of the greatest lightweight point fighters of all time of all time him yeah, and, so, and I mean, if you look up Raymond Daniels also yeah, yeah absolutely but, but you <laughs> fought Raymond Daniels or you fought he also he, bought, no, he fought, fought both of them. I fought no. Story, I, I fought. fought I fought Jack Felton. Raymond Daniels is in another weight. He's bigger than me. But didn't but, you fight? No, no, you fought. But Jack, Jack Felton, Felton, yes. So we face off in the fourth round of the uh, of my classification, and um, after uh, one minute of, one minute of the fight, he was winning seven points for him, zero for me. Wow. So I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he is amazing. Wow. So I'm sure, I'm sure he doesn't remember me, but I'm sure he will remember that one guy 
uh, he was losing 7 0, and because couldn't get any point because he is technically mm, superior <laughs> and much better than me. I thought to myself, you know, this guy is going to pay something for this and he's going to bring back a memory from this uh, championship from a Spanish guy. And um, so, give him a jamón serrano. What did you do? <laughs> so, in one of these, uh, in the it. middle of the fight, he uh, the my sensei told me as uh, as John Chris, no, will say, Just no, like Chris, uh, to 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 do to win somebody extraordinary, you have to make something extraordinary. And I say, okay, sensei, I'm going to do it. And he came to me uh, with the leg uh, up, 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 like uh, to hit me with the leg in the face. And I sweep back, like in the like in the show, I sweep back, like the priest does in the third uh, season. Oh, when, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the third exactly, exactly that. When he knocks Johnny when down. When Bobby knocks Johnny ball. down. Exactly yeah. that. So I did a sweep behind, and like I like I hit him. Instead of in the heel, I hit him in the, what's the, thigh, thigh? In the thigh. In the thigh. And oh my God, he like was horse. he was oh. limping. He was limping for the rest of the championship. <laughs> still, still he won. Still he won, but Jose. he was limping for. I'm, I'm limp. sure for one week. So, so Jose is the Bobby in this story. Although Bobby, yeah. Bobby could have won that championship. I feel like one of the biggest crimes in the first Karate Kid is that Bobby, who is the nicer of the bullies, is yes. is has a chance to go to the end and go against Johnny for the end. And instead they have him sacrifice himself to, to hurt Daniel. Daniel. Right. Well, but it doesn't sound like Jose had much of a chance in this case. No. Yeah. So he did you get like, a point? After anyways. You, did you even get no, a point? Not, not even, not even because I touch with my hands in the tatami and you cannot do, you're not allowed to do that. So it wasn't a point and I knew it was going to, it was not going to be a point. But it was worth uh, it. Yeah, it was worth it. It was. It was you didn't great. even get a point? The second of glory, the second so, of glory, and it was one well, second of glory. Yeah. It really was, okay. but you didn't get a point, and so you just heard him. In this case, you were the Daniel, the Johnny, or kind of more like the Bobby. We Maybe, didn't put Bobby it, in here, but I guess who were, was yelling, were, put him in a body bag? Who was on the sidelines yelling that to you? Probably his sensei. Rest in peace. That guy died. I know. After, yeah, they had him die in the show, and they put him in a body bag in season two, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. And awesome. um, okay, so have you ever been the Daniel? I have been Daniel, yes, uh, sure. Um, so there is there was another championship uh, around that uh, moment where where, where, where where was my my championship moment when I was uh, fighting all the time uh, for a few years. And um, we went from Barcelona uh, where I where I used to live to the south of Spain. Uh, south of Spain is known, uh, the Andalusia part, is known as, you know, uh, very party guys, uh, party people, and, 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 and joyful people, no? Uh, very loud, no? Loud. Very loud people. So we were driving for 12 hours from Barcelona to the very south of Spain. And when we arrived there, um, they, uh, we were invited uh, for this championship. And um, looks like the 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 promoter of uh, the the promoter of the championship um, uh, missed a few teams that they couldn't come at the last moment. So when we arrived there, we were like uh, in total of let's say a hundred competitors, and I was bringing a, a couple of my students and um, and also another of my instructor or partner of me. Also, he was bringing uh, part of his students. And uh, when we arrived there, we were supposed to fight in different categories. But, um, but the promoter of the championship decided in the last moment that the best idea we could do is to fight all together. So you no had to category. fight people no. in completely different weight classes. Completely different weight classes and stuff. Weight class. Really dangerous. Yeah, yes. weight classes. We're no weight, no weight. It's, it's like that episode that. of Kingdom when Nate goes to fight that random fight and at the way and the guy weighs more and they just and they cheat and they make him do it, it right exactly. destroyed. Like, well exactly and even promoters and sometimes. even and even more even uh we can we can come back to the what's that movie of uh van damme uh, in english blood uh, blood sport blood sport oh blood, okay when when they fight in that ring there is no weights and you can fight every everybody so 
So we arrived to that uh, championship and um, so the atmosphere was like the, the, it was a lot of people uh, as a public and uh, it was very loud, everything. And of course we were invited and I, br I brought two of my students. So I, at the beginning I say, I'm not fighting because my students are gonna be there and I could fight them and it's not fair. And, but at the end <clears throat> they did the classification in order that we all will have two or three fights before we will match, we will face to all of uh, someone that we might know. And uh, in all these championships, there was, there was one guy in the corner of the, of the, of the facility that he was uh, enormous. He was six, six feet tall. Over uh, six feet tall. He was like an old master. Like Zeus uh, in, in No Holds Barred, you know, the movie with Hulk Hogan, Tiny Lister. I don't know. It was huge. It was huge. I remember oh, that guy get being more obscure. No, being people, very, very know, people know No Holds Barred. I'm going to show Jose. It's probably had a different name in, sure in Spanish. Spain. Yeah. 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 I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll show. Okay. So this guy was in the corner, in the corner of this facility, and he was uh, dressed as Muay Thai fighter with the short pants, uh, surrounded by uh, 20 guys, little guys, because he was huge, and the other guys were little at, in his side. And he was practicing his elbows and his knees, and um, he was really scary. So the tournament starts, and um, this guy fights one other guy his size because at the, the first fights they try to match with the same weights, and <clears throat> he knock him up. Even if uh, you were not allowed to do it, he he beat him with his knees. Even he throw an elbow in his body, which you cannot do it. Uh, He's and, playing dirty. And you know he advances, and and then the next guy he advances also, and everybody is like uh, uh, yelling at this guy because he's so aggressive. Uh, so we are we are passing rounds, and um, so um, I am half of this guy in size. So we arrived to semifinals. My students lost, and we arrived to the semifinal. Uh, and we, I matched this huge guy. It was ridiculous to see me at his size because he was not only super tall, but all muscle. Uh, and um, so we started the fight, and he um, was. Uh, we were fighting. I, I was. He threw me a punch, and he. Uh, he hit me in the head behind, a little bit behind. So I was with uh, torticulis. How do you say torticulis? Like whiplash. Whiplash for one week. I couldn't move my head after the fight. But uh, some way I found a way of, uh, of winning that fight uh, with a spinning roundhouse kick in the, in the air where I hit his but head. But not the crane kick. Not the current key, no, but, but also, uh, yeah, shy, just, just just a measly little spinning roundhouse kiss kick in the air. Sorry, so it wasn't the crane kick. But it will be, Jeez. it will be as you as you jump and you turn uh 180 degrees in, in your uh, uh 360 degrees in yourself and you kick with the leg that you have behind in the air at, at his head and his helmet when when blow up when went out of the ring. And oh, he wow. went down in his knee. And in that yeah. moment, and in that moment, uh, the championship was quiet, all quiet for two seconds. And then I thought, even uh, either him or either his 20 friends, they were going to kill me after the fight because <laughs> that was not, not allowed to do that. And um, after the stories two seconds, are of illegal moves. <clears throat> no, no, no. But and after these two seconds, the whole tournament was. I am jailing to me like a, a cheering, cheering. Cheering. cheering, cheering, even they call me the flea. They call uh, them the atomic flea. The atomic flea oh. because of that. And, um, so little. You're so little. <laughs> and he was cheering him on during the fight. Atomic yep. flea. So it's like in Rocky. So it's like in Rocky four when he goes against when he's a little tiny guy fighting against the Ivan Drago in Russia. And at first the Russians are all against him. And then at the end, all the Russians are chanting Rocky, Rocky. I know. Like, I, besides that, I was half of Rocky or maybe one quarter of Rocky. And this guy was huge anyway. So <laughs> I passed to the final. I won the final. I won the championship. And that was like a my Danny, Daniel Sunday. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's a, great, that's a great story. Lily, you were that's at that That's a great one, right? story. No, I wasn't. Oh, no, was I, I wasn't you? there. 
No, I was, we were together. I just, I didn't go. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. I stayed well, back in Barcelona. At that point, he didn't, in our relationship, he didn't want um, company. He needed to like concentrate and I was not invited to go along mm. to the fights. Well, now so. we're getting into Cobra Kai season three. Allie, bring us up to speed. I know you follow every detail of the show. That's not even true. Allie had to watch multiple recaps to, to have any idea what was happening. You're going to put me in charge of the recap, but I Just literally have to tell in. myself every day. Okay, wait. Robbie is with Daniel and Miguel is with Ronnie's done. I it's I have to refresh my memory I mean, every neither, time. Neither of us, as we're watching it, can remember which guy Samantha was dating when the big fight happened. Yeah, because she's she's making her way around like the entire. She was dating community. Robbie and she kissed Miguel. No, but, the other way Miguel around. Miguel was her first boyfriend. Miguel was first, I think. Miguel was her first no, boyfriend. No, she was dating Robbie. Miguel was dating Tori, and at the party oh. they kiss. Tori sees it, and the next day in school, f's her up. Oh, okay. All right. And that's what starts the fight. Becky from wow. And I didn't even like see the recap. I just, I just no, literally know that. That wow. didn't make it into the recap, that level of detail. There was just a fight at school. Yeah. Well, what showed in the what they showed in the recap was that yeah, they showed that in the recap because they showed each of them as the couples, and then they showed Miguel and it doesn't matter. They showed it in the recap. You guys are all like a little bit just not well Ali and I actually <laughs> also accidentally started in the middle of the first season we just like let Netflix pick up where it left off and we were like whoa Anthony LaRusso's back this is amazing no <laughs> we haven't seen that kid in two years I love Anthony LaRusso. and I definitely watched a recap like online not the Netflix official one so that's perhaps where where that got lost in yeah. translation. So, okay Allie, so that's let me, why let me start with you reactions just overall to where we are and I want to zero into a specific thing is the show delivering on its promise for you in the first four episodes we have only done episodes one to four we will complete the conversation at a later date well what do you think what do you think the the promise is depends on what you think well that's up to you it's just is it delivering on its promise to you yeah ali what are the rules there What's are no the rules I'm there are so no curious. rules <laughs> first rule of ali watching television is there are no rules. throw out all the rules because <laughs> they don't apply I cannot be constrained in my TV watching joy so on, on the, on the prices, on the promises that have or haven't been made to you. How do you feel about the show? How do you feel? Look, about I show? feel like the first couple episodes meandered a bit. There was, there was a lot of meandering. There was a lot of, uh, there was just a lot of nonsense. And even, even the whole plot line with Daniel and the dealership. I was like, do we care what happens to Daniel's dealership? But it yeah, got us Mr. Miyake got to him Japan. His car. So, well, yeah. yeah, but it felt like we were <laughs> caring a lot about this business. Who owns their own business? I feel like I, I'm worried for him. I'm like, you're not going to make it as a martial arts school owner. You got to keep that dealership. <laughs> I mean, his martial arts school is like well, he was doing happening it for free. It wasn't in his backyard. It's, right. Look, I, I think that it's more like a vigilante gang than a martial arts. <laughs> a very like small, not yeah, particularly strong kids. children. Um. I'm very glad that the story took us to to Japan so that we could link up with some some old characters, but I'm I'm very worried about Johnny. I I was really getting worried about him around season three, uh, episode three or four. He had not shaved. He was looking really weathered and beat down. And I was like, well, this is, is not the Joe and Johnny not. Lawrence from season one and two, who I have become quite Allie fond of. Is Full team Johnny now. Allie is now completely going to rewatch Karate Kid and be and and be one of those and rooting for Johnny. I'm going to be rooting for Johnny and be like, yeah, you you shove that radio right into him on the beach. You, you do, do that. that. He's kind of a punk. <laughs> You're trying to steal your girl. That's right. Nobody messes with you. So many like the, the fanny smoke a doob in the bathroom. Do you know how long it took me to figure out that that was a joint? I thought Years. they were chewing gum until I was in my 30s. Years it took me. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was like, what is he like fixing his braces? What's going on there? Because he's listening. I thought he was rolling something, but I was like, why are they smoking like hand rolled cigarettes? What is wrong with these people? Yeah, I didn't even know it was cigarettes. I literally thought he was chewing gum. <laughs> well, because he, he kind of like gnaws off the end of it when he's twisting. It. It's a little hard to tell what's happening when you're 12. All right, over to Becky. Becky, what is your reaction to the first three and a quarter, three quarters? Episodes? Three and three quarters. <laughs> episodes actually i have something really specific i want to talk about which is the my reaction 
immediately was that, and I do like this. There's things I, there's things I don't like about it, but I'll, let's start with the things I do like, which is that I think the most significant change Netflix made to it, which I reacted to in a really positive way, was cutting in lots of flashbacks from the movies. Yes. Because I think what they're saying Amazing. is, hey guys, remember well, the movies? That's why you're watching well, this. Because you love Daniel. They have a little flash? bit of it in season one yeah, and two. But they have gone, like, clearly a Netflix note has been more flashbacks, more flashbacks, more flashbacks. I want a flashback every that, three scenes. Was it, I want, that was his favorite part too. If someone says Mr. Miyagi, yeah, and so, cut to the scene from the movie. <laughs> Don't try to read. Right, exactly. Just... Just Re- exactly. And so what I don't like about this season is that the story seems to have really gone away from the kid, like the two core kids, which to me are really um, Miguel and Robbie. Right. Um, and it's gotten like really dark and weird and sad. And it's moved away from, from that. No, but I'm saying it's moved away from that. But that was like the fun kind of high school um, show, like show part of it. And, and, you know, leaning into the original what the original storyline is which is about like high school kids doing karate right and so they they made that kind of like very dark and not fun like they sucked the fun out of that and pulled away from it but they is you're seeing by episodes three and four you're realizing they're just replacing it with more flashback from the original movies and i'm like <laughs> all right that's fine if you're gonna cut these guys out then it's okay then uh, you know what i'm, I'm not, i really i have to tell you I did not. Uh, I did not particularly like the first two episodes. It did not make me want to keep watching it. But then I thought the third episode started off really strong and got back into the, it. The being third a little episode bit more is fun. when Johnny goes to see Bobby, his old yeah, friend, and it starts to get a little bit better. That yeah, to me and is so one of and so I think in the show is Bobby as a pastor. right, and so I I think I think the you know the minus for me is that it's these fun teen characters or these two boys whose stories you're following that you're invested in is not it's just not great right now and it's not enjoyable it's a little depressing but the the plus is that netflix is using more flashbacks and leaning really hard into that which is i really like i i think that was um i think that was them knowing their audience and and being like who's who's really really watching this show they're like they're like, are 16-year-olds really watching this? Probably not. It's 35 and up. So let's just go with that crowd and make them happy. And so. I will say the they're, they're also, this is almost like a season one in a way. So they have to kind of reorient you, not to the previous two mm-hmm. seasons of Cobra Kai, but reorient you to the movies. All right, Lily, how yeah. about you and Jose? What are you thinking of the I, I think I'm enjoying it. Look, I... Like I was saying uh, to you earlier today, Shai, Karate Kid was not a comedy. It had some campy fun moments, but it was like pretty serious. And so that this is like more of a darker season, I'm not surprised or bothered by it. Do I want it to see more? Like, do I want to see more of Johnny and Daniel teaming up? Yes. And I'm really happy that the sensei is back because he's the ultimate villain so that Johnny can be redeemed and like him and Daniel can actually team up in the end. If you know, if the storyline, I don't think, I don't know how they're going to make that happen. No, because obviously he's being sucked back into the dojo. Like Johnny's being sucked back in, but you know, no, I I just mean that like, like Daniel and Johnny keep trying to get along, but it's just not going to happen. It's, you know, fetch is not a thing. They don't (laughs) have to be friends. They don't have to be friends, but they're going to team up from time to time. I mean, people are paying to, you know, paying. No one's paying because it's Netflix, but people do want to see them team up and fight some bad guys, which they they can't do that the whole time. Like, I think they are working us towards the scene where Johnny and Daniel have to fight fight Kreese together together. the same way at the end of that. At the end of the raid redemption, when the two brothers have to fight Mad Dog, like to me, that's what we're we're driving towards. However, when we get to talking about future cameos, I have some ideas on how we can make it even more make, make it even more exciting. And, and me, Kulsa, you're and- having fun. Wait, you're having fun watching it, right? Yeah, I'm having fun. Um, besides that, as a, as, as a professional of martial arts, it's a bit ridiculous. The fight of uh, them uh, as Team up, team, team up in the garage and that in the like garage sketchy is, mechanics. It's pretty. They, they could they could have done better job there. 
It was and, the um, slowest old man fight ever. On yeah, they looked yeah. rough. But oh I my god, I thought that was rough. hilarious, but it felt very realistic. Also, yeah. like that one huge guy is just waiting by the car, waiting for his turn. No, yeah. that's, that's a convention of martial arts movies. But Jose, your your beef is with that fight and not with the fact that these students, all both Johnny and Daniel students, go from like not even white belts to like punching flying kicks through the air within well, like that's, six that's, months like that's, that's somebody that's a very good point ali because uh they they obviously most of them they are not a white belt because they do techniques amazing techniques but uh, i will i i want to center my my main opinion as a as a professional also of uh, teaching kids what i love about the, the first seasons it was that uh, they they even if they had to fight between them as, as the originals movies and everything, they, they look like uh, they were able to uh, provide some kind of uh, martial arts values, the universal ones of uh, sacrifice, of um, um, being honest, or uh, in some ways. He's worried about the children. But now in this third season, it's like um, they are a bunch of teenagers fighting each other all the time, being, being blamed by the, the school teacher. I mean, how um, dumb are these school teachers? They're not even paying yeah, attention to what's not, going yeah. on. And, uh, it all became like a fight, like a, a fight, a come, a fight come where there is not, uh, fight you know, camp, is that you said? like <laughs> un campo de batalla, no? Uh, like. Like they fight for they fight for nothing for there is any other value. I guess they are building up a, a good ending, but uh, from now I'm a little bit disappointed uh, of the uh, martial art values that they were providing the first uh, two seasons. Okay, that's a, I think that's a fair critique. Me in general, I feel like it's delivering on its promise, but I think people get confused with the show started almost like a not a parody, but like a little bit of a meta take on the Karate Kid. And then it got a lot of support and interest. So now they're a little bit burdened with making the story more serious. I feel like if you've seen Karate Kid Part 3, which I urge people to go back and watch, if you look at the quality of Karate Kid Part 3, which is below 1 and 2, and it has this sort of cheesy cartoon villain version of John Kreese in it because he returns for part of that, he even fakes his death in that one also, just like he did in Cobra Kai, the show. I think the show actually follows that that vibe really, really well. But it's essentially a CW show. It's 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 a it's a Riverdale. But and- I don't find the storyline to be that much fun anymore. Like the first season was fun. Now but I don't know. They have to what get these kids out of prison towards. and out of and out of the hospital. I mean, they, they're, they're through karate. Yeah. So, so let's talk about some of the Netflix changes. I think like one of the most visible one is the removal of a few characters, uh, namely, um, oh gosh, that actor that I love. Whose Aisha? Is, no, Aisha, I want to talk about, but no, they brought in Keith from Kingdom for one season, but oh, he's since yeah. been nominated for an Oscar. Um, Who? Right? Keith? He played the like disgusting, like from- older guy. Oh was, yeah, oh, you're, you're right, you're right. Class. Yeah, um, right, yeah. Um and and they brought he's great. Him, and they he got, was in he's an amazing actor, but it's a good he was thing. nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, for yeah, the movie for, he for, made for it for like a whistleblower, isn't he? For the movie about Richard Jewell. Paul Walter oh. Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser. But I feel he's like great. there wasn't really he's in a I, place, there wasn't yeah. really a place for that character because it was weird having like an old man around beating up kids and like instigate because mm-hmm. he was involved in that fight and they had to write him out with some dialogue. They're like, Oh, he's on the run right now or something. Or maybe not. Maybe that was whatever. Maybe he wasn't involved. Anyway. No, 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 no. They, they wrote him out with some dialogue and they wrote out Aisha with some dialogue. I, Aisha, yeah. And they were Aisha. just pretending it's a private school. He doesn't exist. Um, and Aisha, there's, there's stuff written about it. The actress, Nicole Brown, she said online um, something to the effect of cert, um, cert, you know, th- so the, the creators have leaving open, left open the possibility of her coming back. They've said that um, they said that they love her and they love the character. Certain characters they loved in season one didn't appear at all in season two, like Kyler, Yasmin, and Louie. Never heard of them. Before the season, we told Nicole the same thing we told those actors. Just because a character does, just because a character doesn't appear, 
um, for a period of time doesn't mean they've left the universe and they can't return again. We love that character and perhaps we'll see her again. I'm sad she's, that she's gone because we've got we've still got like what's his name? Dominic the tall geek. What's his name? Dimitri. Oh. Dimitri. We get Dimitri, but we lose Aisha. Like I don't know how I feel I about think that. It was like really fun and different to have her. Like I love that. Like like I'm now it's just like a bunch of like blonde stick girls or whatever doing martial arts and I like that there was like someone with a different body type because martial arts I feel like a lot of no there's only one girl like there's the two girls doing martial arts there's Tori and Sam mm-hmm. but then otherwise it's just like a then, bunch well, then of there's the hippie cheerleader like character. boys but, she but she's not doing that. martial arts no but, she, but she's there also because I guess Hawk aka Eli Moskowitz the one Jewish character who's also the villain um, Eli Moskowitz is his love interest. So maybe they're trying to slim down the story a little bit because there was a lot, there's a lot going on and they only have what, eight or 10 episodes to tell the story. Um, I but, guess. So Aisha's gone I, lame. Paul Walter Hauser going, I think is fine. He's too big of an yeah. actor to stay on the show. All right. Yeah, that was a weird storyline. Now in in episode three or four, when he said he was going to Japan, the thing I wrote down on my page was Kumiko and Chosen. They cannot have him go to Japan. And oh, obviously. Like, seeing Kumiko, I'd already heard rumors that he was going to see her. Okay. And by the way, she's a great actress, and she yeah, looks she's been amazing. Yeah, she's been in a lot of beautiful. She's the same actress? Yeah, same actress. Yeah, she was in The Good Doctor. Oh, cool. And she was so beautiful that it's, like, believable Daniel was... Yeah still like, in love with her and she was really sweet the way she was so emotional she's also from okinawa which i find very cool that was very cool and and when she this exactly. thing where she read the letters mm-hmm. when she read and translated the letters from mr miyagi to him to, about him was one of the most beautiful things i think it could have been hokey and like cheesy but i was like captivated i thought no but that's the kind of moments that i refer uh that um the sweetness that always comes with the original movies mm-hmm. that's where you lose at the beginning of the season and then then the last the last episode the fourth we are yeah. talking uh it's like uh it's a lot of uh comebacks uh, flashbacks to the original movies more than the other e- episodes and it looks like they are like coming back to the essence of uh, of the first season no or second yeah, season. and it doesn't have to be a repeat but the return was really good but then the big moment for me was i was telling ali i'm like they better work chosen back into the story and the fact that episode four ends with him so beck you missed this part Kumiko mm-hmm. and Daniel are having a drink together. And mom is the whole time. Mom's just like, they're hooking up. They're going to hook up. They're going to hook up. They're not going to hook up. up. They're not going to so. cheat on his wife. But they touch hands. The best. They touch hands when they both go to get their jersey. Yeah, they but they're do. old friends. They haven't seen each other in a long time. Like, yes, there's. He she, loves she his definitely wife. told him, she's like, I never dated anyone because I've been, because you fought for my life. But then Chosen walks in the door. And yells, Daniel's son. Now, I, I was expecting, I'm expecting them to like hug in the next scene, and then Chosen's going to be the guy that helps him with his business. I'm Negotiate. assuming that's where this is going. Like, that's, you know, yeah, well, that, you would re- be, that would be can great. You recap us a little bit about his role in the second movie. Yeah, oh, I don't remember so, what it was. So, so he, bad. Cho- Chosen is the nephew of oh. Sato, who is. Mr. Miyagi's best friend turned enemy because they had a falling out over the woman Yukie who has passed away in at this point in the story. Kumiko's aunt. Kumiko's aunt, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And Chosen is in love with Kumiko, and Daniel shows up, and Kumiko becomes friends with him. And you know, they don't have like a full-on romance. They have like I love that it's like very innocent. They kiss, they kiss, but like they kiss during the hurricane. And they do like a bunny life. hop situation. They're dressed yeah, up in well, like fifties gear well, and go dancing. It's very weird. And and chosen they is also like a kiss. thug. He's kind of a criminal. He's not just like a you know he his uncle is kind of like the local not crime boss, but he's the rich guy who kind of runs the town. And chosen has no honor. That's part of his whole deal. He exactly. lacks honor, and, and he cheats, right? Doesn't he yeah. get caught cheating in a game? And and that's part of how the part of how da- he gets upset at Daniel. And he cheats in the game, and he cheats the villagers. He's got the weights, and they're buying his um. Oh, remember right. the Daniel breaks the weight, and it's like a fake weight, and whatever he oh, was doing yeah. with the buying produce from the villagers, he was cheating them. Right, right, right. So he's so he's. So he's has no honor 
and then Sato and Miyagi are headed for this showdown. But then Miyagi saves Sato, Sato's life during the hurricane. The huge beam falls on him mm -hmm, and Sato right. thinks Miyagi's going to kill him. And then Miyagi breaks it with his hand, which is absolutely amazing. amazing. Yeah. And they pull it off and they save him and they make up and they become friends and they restore their honor. And they, the end of the movie is them holding this festival, this like lantern festival in the old, I think it's like the ruins of a- Wait, a, but you forgot a major part. That's, that's why they fight in that, no, because- no, I'm getting to it. Then Chosen comes- No, but that's not why he comes back. It's because after Miyagi oh. saves Sato, there's a girl out on the like top of the thing ringing the bell. And Sato says to Chosen, you gotta go get her. You gotta go save her. And he's too scared, he won't do it. And Daniel goes out and saves her and rescues her. And Sato tells Chosen, you're, you're dead to me. Oh, right. You're That's right, why right. he comes back to right, fight. Because he's totally dishonored. And then Don't he remember. comes and invades the party and he like, oh, that amazing entrance where he zip lines in and smashes the lights. And in that case, he's fighting Daniel. And that's why, like, I forget what the tagline is, but like in the first movie, he fought for honor. And this time he's fighting for his life. And yeah, then, it's with the drums. Yeah. And the, the, I and love Daniel, those drums. Daniel yeah, beats him with the drum punch. So I feel like we're in this, like, you're right. I, I think the first couple episodes do leave a little bit to be desired there's a lot of schlepping around but now with chosen returning like i need to know what happens like i cannot wait to watch what happens next so they keep me hanging on and of course we're very likely to see elizabeth shoe in this season right. as it was teased at the end wait. of last season oh gosh, again other than to. getting melted in the boys she's not like she's up to much can i give can i give my what i'd like to see either this season or next season yeah go for it perfect timing i don't know like so we're so focused on these people of the past, right? From Daniel's, you know, past and um, whether it's Allie with an eye or, you know, all these different characters from when he goes to Japan. But we also keep going back to Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, how Mr. Miyagi's had this impact on his life. We're forgetting in the Karate Kid universe, Mr. Miyagi had an impact on another young prodigy, prodigy's life. You want to see Hilary Swank? Hillary Swank. When is Hillary Swank going to come back? I 100% oh, think she should that, come back as another Miyagi, another former Miyagi student whose life was changed and path was changed because of him. And then she and Daniel have this like, you know, special bond and connection because of it. And then she teams up with Daniel to help, you know, so beat the Cobra Kai's or restore honor to his business or whatever it is like show is canceled so she's available that's the only karate kid <laughs> that's the only karate kid i haven't seen um i've even seen the will oh, becky smith, and i uh, will smith watched son. that one multiple times and multiple times the next karate kid it's very underrated very oh, underrated well, maybe, yeah. I'll go, I, maybe i should go back and check it out can we watch it with the kids but how many oscars already two two she won at least two so you're gonna have but what's she doing? What's she doing? She's won the Oscars, but what's she up to? I mean, I really like Tulsa and I really liked her show Away on Netflix, which was canceled, sadly. Really uh, Lily, there's a lot of scratching happening. There's a lot of scratching end. and moving. Like, there's a lot of noise. Well, it's so I would like oh, to see. Stop touching oh, that. God, Lily, stop touching it. You <laughs> have I would a like microphone. to see. Oh. It's also weird. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. Stop. Stay still. <laughs> I would like to see Hillary Swank come back because she is part of this universe. She's part of this world. I think that's great, but it's just I feel like they can barely afford Elizabeth Shue for an episode. They're going to get Oscar winner Hillary Swank. Maybe she can just zoom in for like a scene. Maybe she can just, just be like. Leave Daniel a phone message. Yeah. They'll get her. They'll get her. All Wait right. for it. Maybe they will. Maybe for season four they will. But well, I don't think she. You know, couldn't they always have her be played by somebody else, like the char that character? No, no. no. It's a very not, distinct face. Not when it's that someone that iconic. I don't think so. I'm trying to think of who exists from the first movie. Like, what other characters we might be missing that are coming back? And the only person that's coming to mind is that uh, is Ali's two best friends, the tall blonde one and the short one, the short brunette with the curly hair who says, how do you think she got that right hook? Or you know, how do you think she hurt her hand doing her nails? Like, let's where's the nails girl. We can bring her back. I, or the, or the running girl, out of Daniel options. says that he back. had a runaway zit runner on his forehead. Oh yeah. 
And she's like, yeah. ew, gross. <laughs> That's the brunette. Yeah. I, I, so for me, future cameo. So you guys don't know a lot. So the same way Becky is drawing on Karate Kid part four, which now I'm going to watch on Becky's recommendation. Karate Kid part three's <laughs> villain is hilarious. It is this guy, Terry Silver, who is John Kreese's best friend from the, the Vietnam War, who is this bazillionaire toxic waste dump guy like his job is just dumping toxic yeah. waste not even part of the story really it's just like his job is making money dumping toxic waste who played him i remember this oh uh, he's he's a dude with a ponytail but but he's he's oh very... no it's um no, are you it's... sure it's not uh i mean you might know who he is i've never what's seen his name guy. in the movie terry 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 silver, terry silver. thomas terry ian silver. griffith They've got to right bring now. back oh, Terry yeah. Silver and they've got to bring back Mike Barnes. So the whole premise of season three is like to go back to Jose's story of having like the big Sean monster fighter Matt. guy is that Mike Barnes is like the new bad boy fighting guy that Daniel General Hospital fight. for a long time. And so I just feel years. like I feel like, look, in the end of the day, yeah, Daniel and Johnny might fight John Kreese, but he is kind of an old man. But Terry Silver is like a trained killer and Mike Barnes is like a real fighter. So like it would be great to have them have real, you know, have bring in some more, like I said, cartoon villains. So I'm I'm rooting for those like schlocky characters to return. What, what did you guys think of the flashback on some background as to why Kreese is so messed up? I think that's I, I assume it's because the show is in, does insist on its characters having some complexity, right? Like Daniel and Johnny are both complex. Like Daniel is the good guy, but he recognizes that he's done some dumb and bad things and he's got a bad temper. Johnny is the good guy sometimes, but he also is, you know, not very capable. Like when Miguel falls out of his bed and he's like giving him or, the pep talk and Miguel or says, when he can't figure out that he needs to plug in his computer yeah i mean the his amount of which they make him is, dumb is incredible is really i thought it was wireless oh my god that's so bad <laughs> so it's pretty and, bad and then and and, and and then and then so i think they're probably going to give us a little bit of depth to john crease but i do think if they give us this depth this origin story to john crease well, maybe that's why they're doing that and then he like signs up for the war they're gonna that's like their connection yeah. to bring in Terry Silver. But if they're doing the war flashbacks, that means we are this close to Terry Silver backstory. I'm just telling okay. you guys. <laughs> like Terry, Terry Silver funds, he's the secret funder of Cobra Kai. That's the, that's the thing. I have okay. a question. Now that we've done, now that we're doing a whole episode on just four episodes of Cobra Kai, when are we doing an episode on Bridgerton? Because... <sighs> That is the other thing I've been watching. There this is week. literally Obsessively. not a tradesy in the world to get me to watch more than a few minutes that I've already seen of that. Oh, it's so okay. Can I just? Horrible. I I when we're when we're ready to talk about other things, I have a okay. okay. Well, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean so, to, okay. to cut us off. Who is your? So you're gonna do your MVP, your LVP, and your MIP. And you know what? Let's just have some fun with it. Then, for Becky's sake, if you don't have one of those for Cobra Kai, just throw in one from Bridgerton. So if you're not, if you're watching <laughs> Cobra Kai and you want to okay. watch something else so like so like for example my I none of mine are going to be from bridgerton um i'll also note that our cousin galit in florida who is awesome her lvp is daniel's wife she's only gotten through the first few episodes of the first season and she can't stand her whereas i will say that um his wife is, very supportive is is my mip i think her character super stiff and awkward at the beginning and she has continued to be a a very very improved character particularly as the boss lady of the of the dealership and so although she was very quick to sell the business she's well, like fine daniel let's just she's been running that thing alone while daniel's teaching kids for free and karate and starting school brawls and no things. like okay wow what's gonna happen in these last 10 minutes of episode four yeah so i'm so i'm she's my mip um, my most improved player. My MVP has got to be Bobby. I love Bobby as the pastor. I think it's a great bookend to his story. And I know he can't be in the show a lot, but I loved him. Uh, he's, you know, they, they're on his redemption arc. And my LVP has got to be Robbie. Like, I don't really get what is happening with Robbie's story. It's not his fault, but like the juvenile detention story. Well, it's his fault. He's a terrible actor. That that's his fault. 
Don't be mean. That's a kid. I, he well, is a, kid. a terrible actor. Mm. I don't think he's terrible. Oh, I think he's pretty bad. As mom says, he's very pretty. <laughs> he does look like a, a 90s era like Sean Ryder thing team team crush thing like he's very like Leo DiCaprio when he was on like a writer strong Josh Hartnett kind of look yeah I mean I don't think it's his fault entirely I think that that's the no I I have no problem with him Uh, all right Allie what about you your MVP your LVP your MIP and since you're watching Bridgerton you can just drop a Karate Kid character and put in as someone in Bridgerton over I don't know. That's tough. I'm kind of with Galit on this. I think I think Daniel's wife is pretty like one dimension. Her character is pretty one dimensional. Um, so I, I would have to, I think, agree. I, I feel like um, I don't know what category this falls in, but the character, the new character who's making me laugh a lot is cousin Louie, who just showed up and like, he is the worst why is he back on the show he didn't show up he was in the show they fired him and they brought him back cousin louie who just shows up and like delivers the piece of vital information like business information that someone just willingly gave away to him for no reason at the same time (laughs) well my and my mvp mvp is farouche no, it's Anush. Um, Anush, Anush. Anush. Oh, yeah. Anush. 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 Goob from, Baj- from Anush Bajillion from, from Bajillion. He's the, coming back. He's coming back. The other guy calls him Farouche. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's back. I love that actor now because we watched Bajillion Dollar Properties. So that, that's, awesome. ah, yeah, ah, that's why I know him. Yeah. All right. What and about my, you? And my oh. most improved? No, most improved? But did Ali say all of you? No, Ali only did. That's okay. Ah, that, that's sorry, that's... sorry, Ali. Sorry. No, no, no. Take it, Jose. Keep going. No, no. Keep going. You were doing. You were. You were saying something very interesting. I don't know about yeah. that. I don't. Rem- I don't know who my probably is. Uh... And Ali's MVP is always Johnny. She's like, Shy, why can't you be more like Johnny? Go punch a kid. <laughs> I, I mean, it's no surprise that, that I I'm both love well, Johnny and I love that I he, he's come around for me from like my eight-year-old self. So he's your sweet. MVP and your MIP. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have mixed. It's very confusing. He's all the emotions. He's all the P's for Allie. Ellie doesn't did, play by the rules. I did get a little a little nervous when I met him in person. I got I got very <laughs> like. <laughs> He's, uh, I don't know if he's so good, but he looks the same, uh, like he, he's going to be the same as a person as he is in the show. He's, he's, he's really just like that. He's like he was, really tough. He's pretty and, similar in person. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Not, he, he did I'm, want to talk about his kid, which I nerd. thought was very sweet. It's my turn. My LVP is Dimitri. Oh, he's the worst. I just don't care about his character. My... MIP is the hippie cheerleader girl, Hawk's ex-girlfriend. Because I think they just Wait, keep making her character go, like... Can we go back to Dimitri for a second? Minute. He's such an LVP because he's supposed to be one of the good guys. And I honestly root for Draco Malfoy and Crab and Goyle to beat him up yeah, all the time. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's just not yeah, Dimitri. He's out. so annoying. He's so annoying. Yeah. Um, my most improved is Hawk's ex-girlfriend because I really think from season one to now they've even though she's like very much a side character they've developed her they've like given her her own like you know um, and my MVP is uh, the Duke of Hastings so <laughs> he's from Bridgerton <laughs> that's good that's good I like that it was like a little Cobra Kai Bridgerton mashup that, that I like that for the people mm-hmm. it's a cross and he's episode. a boxer in Bridgerton so he probably could take one of the guys from Cobra Kai <laughs> all right now I want to play a game this is a bit created by my daughter and it's a pretty funny bit and what it does is I'm going to put out there's five of us right here I'm going to give us five characters from the show but not like obvious ones not like Daniel and Johnny in this case and I'm going to name them and you're going to have to line up each one of us with one of them. I don't think everybody's going to go because like who has the time, but, um, but so the way who's who works is, or there's different variations, but this way is I'll, there's the five of us, Lily, Jose, Ali, Becky, Shy, And then there are five characters. You have to match them up. John Kreese, Samantha LaRusso, Kumiko, Chosen and Anoush, aka Amir Yagoob from Bajillion Dollar Properties. Who is who? Like for me, it's obvious. Jose is Amir Yagoob from Bajillion Dollar Properties. I didn't even know that was his favorite character, but Jose wishes he could be 
a real estate agent on a martial arts TV show. Like that is the obvious one. That would actually make sense since he's a car salesman in this, not a real estate agent. No, but, but he's a real estate agent in the other show. It could, you know. So who's who between yeah. the six so of us and those characters? Yeah, so Jose is definitely Anoush. Ali's Becky's definitely sure. Samantha because she likes to fight. Oh, but Becky's the crease because she's the main event. <laughs> well, I, Becky, I love young Crease, my favorite. He's, that's I mean, I agree. But, but I was going to say I'm either Crease or Chosen, so I'm like, no, not going to be mad at anyone there. Beck, you're, you're like John Crease because you're a lot like dad and having met Martin Cove in person, he's just like a jovial Brooklyn grandpa. No, 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 but we're not talking about the actors. We're talking about the, I mean, the character. Yeah, but it's how, I mean, I didn't know our rules are so stiff. Also, so, I feel like if anybody of this group could smoke a cigar, it's probably Becky. Oh, I can't. No, it's Allie. Allie can for sure smoke a cigar. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's Allie my cigar Maybe smoke. Allie's John Creased, Becky's Samantha, Allie's- because Becky wants to fight. Uh, um, but but would feel bad after she fought. No, Lily would be the Samantha because Lily's definitely the most intense and protective of her of her clan. So, oh. so you Lily would take over. So Shy, you're got clearly Kamiko. I'm the Kamiko because I love tea. No, no, Shy's the Kamiko because he has a tisane every day and he's very delicate <laughs> and emotional and emotional. Lily, although, although we know that there's no way Shy's reading somebody's letters. He definitely. <laughs> He'd be like, did they make a movie? But he would watch. It? But he would watch? save them. He would save the letters. True. He just wouldn't read them. True. He would save them. He'd keep you know, all the memorabilia. When I was telling Jose about this game, he just goes, well, obviously Josh is a noose. I was like, what do you mean? Josh isn't even on the podcast today. He's like, whatever. He looks exactly like him. That's <laughs> 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 oh, amazing. Out the big Josh. All right. Let's close out our episode with some shout outs and wrecks. Becky, you're dying to talk about Bridgerton, so let's just. Oh, yeah, I'm dying to talk about Bridgerton. I'm definitely this is recommending the show Bridgerton. about Bridgerton. The, the tunnel and the the bridge and the tunnels. What is right. it about? So this is Shonda Rhimes does old timey English romance, aka Grey's Anatomy meets Pride and Prejudice. It's the type of show that when you're watching it alone. It's like romance and drama and like melodrama and you just like, you totally love it. And then as soon as, for example, your husband comes and sits next to you and watches it with you, all of a sudden it shifts and it feels like a fake TV show that they watch on other TV shows. You know I mean, what I a mean? Lot of, a lot of Netflix shows are like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but like in, in um, it always makes me think of in Insecure every season, there's a running theme of everybody watching a fake TV show. If you guys watch Insecure, oh. and so Bridgerton sometimes reminds me of the fake shows that they watch on on uh, on Insecure. But it's it's got romance, Boxing. it's got drama, it's got action, it's got costumes, period piece. It is everything, so and it has uh, the Duke of Hastings. It's got a lot of sexy. Time. I'm already a fan of the Duke of Hastings, but. I don't know. I've just, never seen anything before. It doesn't um, matter to you. It's just the Duke of Hastings. I've actually never is, seen any of these he's actors like Jamie before. From that Wait, other show but you. with that with that recommendation comes, and I told you show to cousin Vanessa, who's the one that not just recommended it, but then like hounded me with me and Lil with texts for a few days, being like, "You need to watch it. You need to watch it." And so, I I wasn't sure. I wasn't like totally planning on watching it. Um, so she gets an "I told you" show from me for uh for giving me that super fun binge watch so i watched that this week and i've been dabbling with old eps of a favorite show of shy's psych so that's a really uneasy one to put on to like wind down at the end of the day as you continue to watch it it makes me so happy because i have always thought that that show is totally one that you would really dig so it makes me it's just like a fun easy one to take your you know Oh, yeah, just totally. take take your mind off things at the end of the day and and i'm i really am enjoying like, it you're gonna you're so gonna, that's what be careful. i've been watching. you're gonna start getting invested in in some of the in some of the relationships in that show and it's you're gonna get a little like emotional that's all i'm saying but psych is a, like it, it is a 
uniquely happy show throughout. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no Chuck. It's a happy show, show, exactly. There's no Chuck ending on Skype where you're like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. um, and let's keep going, Allie. What have you been watching? I know Bridgerton because on I'm pretty sure on New Year's Eve you you elected to watch Bridgerton. Well. <laughs> My husband decided to take a gig, so I was hanging that is with fair. him. That's fair. I was, I was, you, I was, I was, I was doing, I was gigging. Is a good way to describe it. You were gigging. Um, I have been so enjoying Bridgerton. I finished it this morning. Shout out to Stein. Wow, both Big Josh and Stein get shout out because she and I watched, I think, four or five episodes over the course of a few days. We just like sent the children away to do whatever nonsense they were going to do so we could watch Bridgerton. Um, and it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a highlight of this holiday watching season, but I don't know, Shai, have you talked about our, our Christmas Eve family watch on, on the pod yet? No, go for it. Uh, I mean, I feel like if I don't, if the one time I come on the show during the year, I don't talk about like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Was I even here? I don't, I don't know. So on Christmas Eve, Uh, all of us snuggled up and watched the princess switched and switched again and switched again or something with Vanessa Hutchins. It was a Netflix triple switch. The The triple triple switch. Keep them coming. Is like Vanessa Hutchins playing in those movies. Mm -hmm. Every role in the movie. And uh, I think it was like the perfect family. Just all from waxing. Nothing, nothing else to do on Christmas Eve. Tatiana Manaslani, she is not, but you know, but it made you so happy. It makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Lily. We we started love. Whoa, 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 whoa! Jose gets his own. You go. Oh, and, we watch, He only watches what I watch. <laughs> he's not allowed to watch his own TV. So. Well, that's because he's okay, sharing what, the TV with mom and dad. Also. Yeah. What have you been watching, Jose? He watches surf videos and whatever I watch. No, I only watch TV with you. Yeah. So, so so romantic. I try. I try to. I try to convince them of a Spanish show that is famous. That is now. true. That is true. And I'm not getting an idea. I told you show. He's been trying to convince me a mom. So we'll see what happens. I didn't want to see it. So we are seeing whatever you want to see. He got voted down. There's this new show. Um, on it's on HBO España. Which I uh, <laughs> every time Lily says HBO España, she doesn't say HBO España. She goes HBO España. España. That's what I I just purchased their streaming service. Um, I don't. I want. I guess in your HBO, not HBO. Your HBO. I don't know if you guys get um the show called in Spanish Trenta Monedas. Monedas. Um, thirty something. Thirty pieces of like silver. Thirty monies or whatever. Um, I don't know if you guys have it. They've on- got a show about 30 pieces of silver it's in like Spain. Demon- was it was it made in the Inquisition? Satan. What's that about? A Satan theme or something. So he's trying to get me to watch that. But right now we're watching Lovecraft uh, Country, which is called Territorio Lovecraft. Lovecraft in Spanish. Um, we're watching it in English with subtitles. But I, I don't see Bridgestown as a... Bridgestown. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. So, yeah, Lovecraft I, is very cool, though. Did you get to episode four yet? Did you get to no? The we're gonna watch. Three? No, we're we're on episode three still. If we watch I, episode three tonight. Sleep, yes. So we have to watch episode three tonight. Oof, that show is three is the haunted house, house right? Four, I think three is the haunted house. Three though. or four is the haunted house is amazing. Yes. That episode's so good. I think. Yeah. Oh, I think Lily and Jose kept playing with their microphone, and they. They disappeared. But I do have to go because I have to help my kids that, do lunch that, and that, nap and I'm desperate for a pee. That's fine. I will just say that um, no, I, I don't have anything to add except, no, I have two things. One is Ali referenced the gig. I had the amazing opportunity to produce Landis Expanis's New Year's Countdown Extravaganza. It's on YouTube on Landis Expanis's YouTube channel or you can see links to it in my social media. It was just a super fun crazy creative time he is brilliant i've gone deep into listening to his his band which is quite famous called the almighty senators just fantastic fantastic artist and a wonderful guy and it was it's a really it was a really fun fun and wacky and just the right mix of everything new year's show so that was a lot of fun so i recommend folks check that out and 
I I want to, our kids are really big listeners to the show and Friday Night Movie, you know, people who are listening, Friday Night Movie is our life, right? Like this is, yes, it's a show, but this is how we interact with each other. I received a handwritten note this morning signed by both of my children saying that tonight they would like us to watch the Disney Plus movie Zombies because they want to give us the biggest I told you show of all time. How can you say no to that when your kids come at you with your own bits? It's amazing. So I'll be watching the musical Zombies, which actually sounds like right up my alley. I mean, why wouldn't I love that? Uh, Becky, where can people follow you? Um... They can follow me at Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And you, um, if you're on the app Clubhouse, connect with me. Um, um, my handle is at Becky Pamela. So that's right. We are on Clubhouse. Becky, Lily, and I are on Clubhouse. We'll we'll do a whole Clubhouse shtick, I think, in our next episode because having you guys, getting you guys on there was the best yesterday. It was a joy. All right, Lily. Where can people follow you? Chichi C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter and on Clubhouse. I'm Lily Corman. And uh, that's about it. And Jose? I'm like Johnny Lawrence, so I'm going to let uh, Lily. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he has on Instagram, you can follow him, Sensei Jose Manuel. So J O S E M Manuel, whatever. You can figure that out. So Sensei Jose Manuel on Instagram. You can follow him. Um, he doesn't know how to use it, but you can still follow him. All right. And Allie, do you want people to follow you? I don't I don't have anything to sell or to offer. So I would just refer people to Jose to go go follow us. All right. You can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. Rate us, review us, subscribe, download us. Any of those things help the pod continue to keep going and grow. So that's awesome. In terms of how you can help make the world a better place, not help this podcast, first do what I'm about to say, which is check out the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and Equal Justice Initiative, two incredibly important organizations doing really important things to sustain and repair our democracy, especially in the light of the fact that there is some more voting coming soon in our country, in Georgia. Um, Definitely go check out those organizations. The theme song we'll kick in is by What Does It Eat? Check them out on Spotify, iTunes, etc. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.